0: This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Episode 66 of the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. We are back for the biggest double game week of the season, game week
0: 26. And some could argue that it is in fact the biggest double game week in fantasy league history. Steve here in the studio with my good friend Sam. And looking forward to talking about some dramatic changes to that league table since we last spoke just before Christmas. Emails and tweets. Have there been any emails or tweets? Well, it's interesting you should say that, Sam, what has happened in the two months since we've been off air due to other activities, uh, other importances, nothing is important in the fantasy league, of course, but a number of managers have been in touch to say that they're in trouble Please, could we come back on the air to offer some important advice? Nick Bailey, who was one, you remember he was an early season trendsetter. He says his team's struggling. He's been relying on Spurs and Spurs stopped playing some weeks ago. So he's one we need to help. Ian Reese, the commander, another player struggling. I just looking at, he's down in 17th now, Sam, 17th. For that great manager, Evan Weeks, who led this league, didn't he? For so long. You remember Evan Weeks? He led it. And now we look at Evan Weeks, 12th. And probably the most disappointing performance of all. Because last time we spoke, we thought this manager had won the league. He's got the data. He's got the analytics. But Tom Warville has dropped to 10th place. Although there were signs of a slight recovery last week. Manager of the Week. Right, it's time for Manager of the Week. Uh, we haven't done this for a while, but let's have a look at the top five reasonably high-scoring week. Of course, we had the double uh, featuring Leeds and Southampton. And full man, a Alchemist managed to get 82. Big one, Matthew, your own team, Sam. 84, you must be happy with that. And you hit your wild card. The sick Boys... Last year's champions, 84. Bailey's Boy Wanderers, we just spoke about, maybe a return to form. This has managed to lift them now to 19th. They've got 85. And Spurs and Greavesy, who captained Rafinha, which is very bold. And it paid off 90 points for Spurs and Greavesy. League table.
1: quick summary of the league table it's been a while since we've done this but as you mentioned earlier Tom Warville has dropped quite a few places although he goes up one this week three places three places to 10th we have Niels Niels Wanderers in 9th and then my own team the non-mover in 8th and above me Montmartre United and in the top six the European qualification, Sam Owen, who's not having as good a season this year, but still climbing up the table. Then Jack Ellicott in fifth, Ollie Dowd in fourth, and then last year's champion, Alex Perry, battling in third. Your own team...
0: Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Let's build it up, Sam. Tell, Talk us through this manager who's managed to climb from 17th pre-Christmas. Uh, with an incredible use of an early wild card and bench boost, to lead to now be just uh, two points off the lead. In fact, he led last week, um, but a little bit unlucky this week with his inspired pick of Ward Press. Tell us about the manager currently in second place. Yes, you had a um, very complex
1: plan where you'd wild card for the next five double game weeks in
0: mind and. And then half the games were called off due to COVID, which was not good. But I've always said in this game, fortune sometimes favours the bold. Yes, we can all pick Aguero, Kane, all these other players each week. But it's the people who saw the promise, the goal-scoring prowess of John Stones early enough. They put him in and then there was that game where, of course, he stepped up and headed two beautiful goals to justify. That's not luck. That is game management. On the week that you bench boosted, you ended
1: up with 129 points, which is quite impressive. How do you Sam. Mainly down to John Stones. That means a lot. It does mean a lot. But yes, you've climbed up the table quite a lot, but you're still not in first place as the leader is AFC boring Tom Winehorse.
0: Now, Tom Whitehouse, I mean, thing is, uh, it's an exaggeration to say, this is actually Tom Whitehouse, who is a Luton Town fan. So, for the first time for a long time, apart from when you and I Sam, led the leagues a few years ago, we've got two Luton Town fans right at the top. Can the trophy head back towards the Bedfordshire enclave? Let's hope so. I mean Sam if you if you look at the threats here in the league table who would you say uh, we've got some big we've got some we've got the big boys now really in contention we've got Samoen he's 56 off the lead would you say he's out of it
1: well I don't think he can be out of it with only 56 and there's still a lot of game weeks to play we're actually 2 thirds distance now aren't we I'd say if you're if you're um out of 100 points of the lead, then you're probably out of it. But anything below that, you've still got a chance.
0: Now, look at the uh, squad value of Jack Ellicott. More or nothing. 107.4. I know you spend a lot of time each week studying the, the cash value of squads. Is this a big advantage? Because he's got £5 million more spending power than Alex Perry in third. Uh Yes, it
1: can be helpful, especially when you can afford some more players and sell players for higher prices, but yeah, I guess it can be helpful.
0: I mean what we need to look at, Simon, you you asked me if we could uh, if we could look at this today, is is really is there who who of these big players has still got their their chips? Who's still got their Who's got their stuff? And we'll come back to that in a couple of minutes. Talking points. It's time for now for talking points, uh, section of the show that I know Sam is has been preparing for. Sam, tell us the first talking point this week.
1: Well, obviously the next game is the big one of the biggest in fantasy football history. How are
0: you preparing for it, Steve? Well, of course, the big worry is how many of these big powers that we just talked about have got our old chip friend, the bench boost. I have played my bench boost. If you play your bench boost right this game week, it can be worth 40 points because you unusually will have, you could have four doublers as your subs. That's what I try to do at the start of January. But as I say, we were affected by the uh, COVID postponements and a lot of our matches were called off. So it didn't really work out. So that's really the key. I know, you, Sam, you you went wild card last week and your bench boosting this week. How many doublers have you got? I have 13 doublers right now with my bench boost
1: and I have two Leeds players who are keeping for the blank game week of 29
0: I think if you're really hoping to go up the league and you're a challenger you need a minimum of 15 doublers this game week Would if, be... you, if you're boosting
1: but in in 29 I think there's like six games or something there's not many games and both Leeds are playing Tottenham Villa so and also the ones I've kept Bamford Rufinia up against Villa without Grealish, Cash, some other players. So I still think they can do well.
0: I mean, this is a difficulty because if you if you bench boost and so you get rid of your players who've gone up in value like uh, Tom's squad has done, you then can't buy them back. I mean, I know I've got Bamford. It's, he's, his sale value for me is 6.5. Obviously, I've got him 6.1. He's now, if you sell him, you'll have to buy him back at 6.9. And that kind of decimates your squad. A lot of the casual managers don't bother with this. um, This, 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 but this is where the squad value really counts.
1: Yeah, and it it will help um, your your own team. I think you've got something like 106 million worth of players now.
0: I mean, we're just looking now. I don't know why. Where we get this (laughs) Rahul? Just for the listeners, we've loaded up. uh, PremierFantasyTools.com but it seems to be loading a league that has got absolutely nothing to do with us so which has slightly disrupted the, the, the flow of this podcast but we're trying to find out who's got chips left and I know as we talked about you, you What's which chips have you got left Sam?
1: After this game week I won't have any chips left
0: You've TC'd already. He's treble captained and and that could be painful. Now, Sam, one thing that has emerged this week with the um, with the lockdown news and, and the and the roadmap, which I know we're all over the roadmap here, but there is a chance that the final game of the season will be back in front of crowds. Is that fair? to the away sides because some managers are already protesting your view. Um
1: I guess it is slightly unfair.
0: We have now managed to load up a look at our top managers and who's chipped left. Okay. So Tom has two points clear in the top. He still has his second wild card. He still has his treble captain. He still has his bench boost. Now, we look at that, Sam, and we think to ourselves, well, he can't wildcard and bench boost this week. Would you say he's boosting? Yeah, probably. I mean, has he got the awareness of the chips? Uh, Myself, I've just got the free hit and the treble captain left. I think it's unlikely I'll play either of them this week, but that could change. Alex Perry, same situation, which is good, because I thought he had... Lost his, I thought he'd still got his bench boost, and then we've got the players probably to be worried about Ollie Dowd and Jack, who've still got wild card two treble captain and bench boost. I think it's almost a given, Ollie, bench boosts. He's no mug at this game. I, I would suspect he'll be hoping to make up those eighteen points, and then Sam Owen, who's fifty six behind, he has got his wild card, his treble captain, and his boost. And as you say, Sam, the only one you've got left is your bench boost. So you've gone quite early with your, with your guns. Are you hoping for another big kind of COVID postponement and then another free wild card so that it all kind of equates again? Or do you think we can rule that out? I think we can rule that out. We'll probably rule that out. Okay. And uh, look at this. Um, any comment on Evan Weeks? You know, he often selects his team, uh, late on a Friday night. Look at this. This week he, Captained Gundogan, but his vice was Pope. That's bold, isn't it? Yeah. Bold to, uh, to vice Pope. Okay, that completes our talking points. Big one, Matthew. Okay,
1: the player who I think will do very well this week is Dina. He has Southampton defence, which has shipped goals recently. And he has West Brom, who also like to ship goals. I think, I think with Calvert-Lewin back, Everton will probably win both games and I think Dina's the best pick.
0: Yeah, this is a tricky one. I think, uh, I agree with you. I think Dina's not a bad pick, but uh, are Everton going to keep the cleans? Uh, that's uh, He was so unlucky not to score last week. It actually benefited me because he shot, didn't it? It hit the post. And then uh, bounced it in off um, Richarlison's knee from about four inches out. Probably the luckiest goal Richarlison will ever score. But uh, And he wasn't even offside because there was another Everton player on the goal line. So, not Everton. Uh, who were they playing? Uh, Southampton, no. Liverpool. Liverpool. Was it Liverpool? Yeah, it was Liverpool. Yeah, you're right. So there we go. Uh, good shout there, Sam. Harry the Cats' mystic prediction. Uh, mystic prediction this week. Um, I just think Fulham will get something against Tottenham. They're in good enough form. Game week preview. Time now for the game week preview. Our bumper set of games. and Sam will give his prediction. We'll start at 12.30 on Saturday with Man City, West Ham.
1: City to win this 3-1 with West Ham getting past that City defence once.
0: Yeah, I think City could be tired because they're back from uh, Europe pretty late. Uh, so I think it'd be tight. West Brom, Brighton, 3 o'clock. Brighton to win at 2-0, I think.
1: West Brom falling towards relegation now.
0: You've already talked that you don't think Villa are up to much without Grealish. It's Leeds-Villa at 5.30. Yeah, 2 0 leads for me. Newcastle take on the Wolverhamptons at 8 o'clock. 1 1. Palace Fulham is your midday kickoff on BBC Sport on Sunday.
1: Palace to win 2 1.
0: And then it's Leicester Arsenal on the alternative channel at the same time, but this time BT Sport. Leicester
1: to win. although I think
0: Madison's going to miss that game. Spurs-Burnley at 2 o'clock on Sky Sports.
1: Spurs to win
0: 1-0. And then it's Chelsea United.
1: 1-1.
0: Rounding off Sunday's action. The Blades take on Liverpool. What do you think this will be? I think Liverpool will win this. I'm half considering doing something with Salah. Captaining... Even treble captain. Everton, Southampton. 1-1. It's Monday night. Well, this doesn't make sense, because earlier, just before we came on air, you were saying that Southampton were very poor and you were thinking of treble banding Calvert-Lewin. I
1: don't have have treble captain left.
0: But you you don't think Everton are going to win that? I think they'll score. They might score twice. Everton have had a full week off. I suspect Everton... We'll go big in this game. And there'll be four goals. City Wolves is Tuesday, the 2nd of March.
1: City will probably be a bit tired, but I still think they win this 1-0. And then we play Burnley-Leicester, 6 o'clock on the Wednesday. I think Burnley will surprise Leicester here and win
0: 1-0. Sheffield United got another home game against Villa, 6 o'clock on Wednesday. 1-1. And then it's Palace United. United to win 2-1. On Thursday, in a never-ending buffet of football that we have enjoyed, it's Fulham Spurs. 1-1. West Brom Everton.
1: 2-1 Everton.
0: And we finish with Liverpool-Chelsea. Liverpool to win 2-1. My team, your team. So Sam, absolutely crucial week I think the title could be decided this week. you just got to stay in touch if you can. Talk us through your changes, how many doublers and any worries you've got.
1: So I've brought Dina in for Dallas, which may be a bit risky since Dallas has just scored, but I think I'll try and bring Dallas back in a future game week since he plays in 29. And as for the team, it's going to be a bench boost this week. 13 doublers. With two Leeds players as well. With Pope Martinez, the Keepers, Shaw sure Target, Double City Defence, Diaz Stones, and Dina, and then Bruno Gunduan, Salah Son, Rafinha, Watkins, Cavett Lewin, Bamford.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, I have. I've got uh, 10 doublers, as you say. But I've got Ward Prowse who obviously let everyone down. Didn't just let me down. He let his team down and he let himself down. by not contributing in the double game week? So he's going to be going probably. And then it's just a question of what premium or mid premium midfielder you can bring in for his price. Plus the 1.2 I've got in the bank. And there's a number of options. I know, uh, some of the rivals my title rivals are listening to this so we're not going to reveal it now but that he's definitely a potential I do like the case you've made for Dean, and maybe he could come in for Cresson instead but just matches it smacks a little bit of a defensive move at some point I would like to get in Sterling as well but I don't want to take too many hits not with 10 doublers as it is so Some difficult decisions there. So I think this is what a lot of people need to tune in for. Sam, who are you captaining this week?
1: Well, it's between Calvert-Lewin and Salah. I just think Liverpool will do well against Sheffield and I think Salah's one of the only Liverpool players actually performing well right now. But then Calvert-Lewin has much easier fixtures and Everton just come off the back of the historic 2-0 win against Liverpool, so Carleton's got the armband for
0: now. And that's a reasonable uh, justification, I think. I'm, I'm similar, I've got Salah, 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 I like, like Fernandes as well, you could put it on Son, You could put it on Gundogan. I mean, this is a difficulty. There's so many players to choose from. I think mean, there's a chance Gundogan gets rested in one of the games. Yeah, he played the 90. That is right. Uh, difficult to... That's the problem with the pep roulette, uh, the cliché that, that people talk about. Uh, well, it'll be interesting Interesting what we do. The
1: fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes' time over. three minutes' time allowed. Right,
0: that's just about it from this week Um, Sam we're just going to do that little bit of advice for these managers in trouble Ian Reese, who we mentioned has dropped to 17th have a quick look at this team Sam and uh, where's the surgery needed
1: well we probably want to get rid of Ward Prowse since Southampton don't have the best fixtures and not in great form at the moment you could get Rafinha maybe since needs to play in 29 and I also maybe look at an Everton player as well.
0: And of course he was very bold and captained Ward prowse uh in the last game week and he's used all his wild cards. And actually, just looking at that, I think I'm right. Is that a is that a bench boost that's been played? So or did he play it in 24? No, he played it in twenty-four, so um. Hmm. And then, Sam, quickly, Nick Bailey, second in the game week. So maybe he is back in this. Madison, obviously, a warrior. He's got injuries. He's got Madison, he's got Cavani, he's got Grealish.
1: Yeah, I think you need to get rid of Madison. There's, it almost confirmed he's out. You could get Barnes from Madison or you could look at...
0: Also, getting Cabot in for Cavani. Uh, to be fair, to be fair to Nick, who is um, Spurs fan, he has dropped his Spurs players, so um, that's that is that is good. We have a quick look at Alex Perry's team just to see because Alex Perry, one of the uh, biggest Arsenal fans you'll ever meet, but ha- has he, in a season where Arsenal have disappointed, got any Arsenal players? No, he hasn't. No, so there you go. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. Has been high scoring defensively recently, Sam. What's your format this week? It doesn't matter with the bench boosting, does it? But uh, have you been playing three four three, three five two? What, what have you been doing recently? Well,
1: last week I played three five two and yeah, it's three five two or three four
0: three normally. And maybe that's something to think about, just based on what your dad's been. Some of the numbers that your dad's been posting recently, maybe go four or five. At the back. Okay, and with that, we wish you all happy points. We'll be back when there is more news in a couple of weeks, possibly for another podcast, certainly as the league race intensifies. It's goodbye from myself. And it's goodbye from Sam. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shedload of points.